I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's over. The dream is alive for Houston. For the first time in 37 years, the Cougars are going to the Final Four. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the BetQL app today and use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. BetQL assists sports bettors of all types and the first time bettors are hardcore. Make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat here on BetQL Daily and the final four is set. The matchups coming up on Saturday, Baylor favored by five against Houston and Gonzaga favored by 14 against UCLA. Let's bring in Jerry Palm uh, to join the conversation at JP Palm CBS on Twitter, college basketball analyst for CBS Sports. Uh, I I know it's still a lot, still uh, two more games to go, Jerry, but if Gonzaga does end up winning the title, like they are heavy, heavy favorites to do, where are they on the all-time list uh, of teams that you've seen? Wow, they, they'd have to be pretty close to the top now. You know, I didn't see the UCLA teams of the '60s and '70s. I'm I'm old enough, but I'm I was too young to <laughs> to, to get to really see those. You know, the teams dominated by Bill Walton and, and Lou Alcindor and those guys. And I, it's hard to compare eras, really. But obviously, those were ridiculously good teams. But you know, easily the best team since then. Uh, one of the most dominant teams in college basketball history. I mean, they've only had one game decided by single digits, a five-point win over West Virginia. So it's it's about as dominant as you can be. Uh, it's been a weird year. They didn't get to play all the non-conference games they wanted, most notably the game against Baylor in December, scheduled for December. But, uh, you know, they may get them again here anyway. But it, you've got to put them up there on the very short list of some of the best teams we've ever seen. So, Jerry, obviously not a uh, ideal matchup for UCLA. A great run. They're 11 seed, and they're heading to the Final Four. How do they match up with Gonzaga? Probably not well, but do you give them any shot to maybe, I don't know about cover or spread, but maybe keep it in the single digits since only one team's done it all season long? Yeah, no. Uh, that'd be really uh, – this doesn't happen without Gonzaga's help. There isn't really much UCLA can do. But, you know, they're – They've gotten this far in the tournament by muddying things up, and they'll have to try and do that against Gonzaga. But Gonzaga just has too many weapons. I mean, who are you taking away? 
I don't think you beat Gonzaga or as a team like UCLA even stay close to Gonzaga unless you get help from Gonzaga. They're having a bad shooting day. They have some foul trouble, whatever. Uh, but just, you know, looking at what UCLA has and uh, what Gonzaga has, there's no reason to expect this to be uh, anything other than the blowout it looks like. Yeah. And even if that does happen, like we all expect, it doesn't mean you take uh, too much credit away from what uh, McCronin has done in year two with the UCLA Bruins. As a guy that, that covers the brackets, projecting it all season long, how close was UCLA to missing it? As close as the committee put them. They, they, they were one of the first four, you know, one of the yeah. last four teams in. Uh, you know, that's that's a team that, that came very close to missing it. and. You know, I didn't expect them to miss it, but still, it was you know that they they were certainly close enough that they could have legitimately been left out. Hmm. So I guess the matchup that we're all obviously hoping for, one that we should have had early on in the season, will be Baylor and Gonzaga. We're looking at maybe who could disrupt that, and we, none of us are giving UCLA a chance against Gonzaga. How does Houston match up with Baylor though in the Final Four? Well, that'll be a, an interesting matchup, I think. I mean, Houston is not a great scoring team. Uh, it kind of comes and goes, but they do have uh, an outstanding defensive team, and they're a really good rebounding team, especially offensive rebounding. They're one of the best in the country. So when you're not a great shooting team, but you're getting second and third sh- chances often because you're a great offensive rebounding team, you can kind of mitigate the fact that you don't necessarily shoot as well. So, you know, for Baylor, uh, th- the thing to do to really neutralize uh, Houston is to keep them off the glass, uh, especially the offensive glass. And in this tournament, Rutgers was able to do that. I mean, they were able to to really limit Houston's offensive rebounding in that game, and it and they probably should have won, you know. But they stopped playing with five minutes to go. Uh, but if Baylor can do that, if they can attack the glass uh, and and neutralize Houston's uh, offensive rebounding prowess, then that has a chance to be a pretty comfortable win for Baylor. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat here. Our guest Jerry Palm at JP Palm CBS on Twitter. Um, uh, the Baylor Bears team that we're seeing right now, are, are they close to playing their best basketball? I, I know they had to withstand a run uh, the other night, but are, are they close to where they were earlier in the season? Well, this is, if not the top three-point shooting team in the country, uh, they're one of them, they, in, just in terms of shooting percentage. But the other night against Arkansas, in the second half especially, they just went away from that. They, they were trying to dribble drive to the basket on every possession. And it's got a little stagnant sometimes. I mean, people would stand around and watch, especially Davion Mitchell, but it wasn't always him. Just dribble, 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 and then eventually at some point try and get to the basket. And, you know, it was successful enough that they won the game, but it was also a big part of why Arkansas was able to make a run and hang around because their offense went stagnant. So I think Baylor needs to do what Baylor does. It's, you know, good ball movement. Sure, get to the basket, but also, you know, hit some three-point shots to open up the lanes to the basket. And that was something that I think they went away from against Arkansas. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. How do, you, how do you match up – how does Baylor match up against Gonzaga if that is the national title game like we all expect, like we're all kind of rooting for? Just because – I mean, you can make the case almost for Baylor if they're shooting the ball the way that they're capable of, but we've seen teams shoot the ball really well against Gonzaga. BYU in the conference championship game had a 12-point lead, I believe, at the half, and we're shooting 60%, and Gonzaga still nearly came back. They win by double digits and almost covered the spread. How does Baylor match up in that potential matchup? Yeah, so so how do you beat Gonzaga, right? They're the best offensive team in the country. They lead the nation in scoring margin. So they're a good defensive team as well. We saw that yesterday uh, in particular against USC. So what do you do? You know, you just you know throw a lot of defense at them, try and hold the scoring margin. Is their their scoring numbers down so you have a chance to to hang around, or do you just try and, and run with them and shoot with them and you know hope that you have a, the kind of a shooting day that they will? <laughs> and it's you know, I don't know how you pick your poison there, but, you know, Baylor yeah. Baylor matches up well because they're very talented in all five positions, which is something that Gonzaga is as well. So they might have a chance to slow them down, uh, but, you know, you know, I don't know if uh, – we, we don't know what a spread would be on that game, but, you know, I, Baylor would have to play very well to give themselves a chance to win. They're going to have to play a really good game. The kind of games that they were playing prior to their COVID problem uh, which when they were one of the dominant teams in college basketball as well. And they, they're still that, you know, the, the, I don't think that they're significantly worse uh, since their COVID pause, although they, they did lose their two games after that point, but it's, you know, they, they kind of look like themselves. I just didn't think they looked much like themselves against Arkansas. They, if Baylor plays Baylor's game, they have a shooter's chance, but they're going to have to shoot well and they're going to have to shoot from distance. Uh, Jerry, let's, uh, let's talk about most outstanding player. Is it if Gonzaga wins the title, is it Drew Timmy's award to lose right now, or do the guys like Suggs and Kispert have a legit shot with it with two more games to go? Yeah, they do. I mean, Kispert has struggled a little bit in this tournament, but honestly, the most outstanding player is probably going to be who has who plays the best in the next two games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be whoever carries their team to victory in the next two games. So, what they've done so far. You know, Timmy looks like, you know, kind of the leader in the clubhouse, if you will. Uh, but if Suggs goes off in the final four or Kispert goes off in the final four and is, is the player of those two games, that's going to have more weight than what's happened so far. Jerry, how important is this game for Mark Few's legacy? Because obviously he's one of the best coaches in all of college basketball, but we always look at national titles, national championship wins, took Gonzaga to the national title game. They obviously lost to Carolina a couple of years back. How important would you know, this season finishing undefeated, winning that national championship be for his legacy as a coach? Well, he will have done something that nobody of his generation has done. 
you know, win the national championship with an undefeated team. And that's, you know, that hasn't happened in what, 35 years, 45 years. So it's, it's obviously the national championship alone by itself. You know, it's, it's a, a big mark on his legacy, if you will. I don't know that his legacy needs a national championship per se, mm-hmm. but it's obviously a huge, huge deal to, to win this tournament with an undefeated team, I guess they'd be 32 and 0 if they do it, uh, and to do something that hasn't been done in 45 years. Will you be looking at the favorite in both games on Saturday? Baylor favored by five and Gonzaga favored by 14? Yes, um, and especially Gonzaga. I think Houston has a chance to, to cover uh, better than UCLA does. Uh, uh, UCLA would have to play at a level we haven't seen from them yet in this tournament to hang with Gonzaga. If we do get a Baylor Gonzaga national championship game and you're making the line for that game, what do you think would, what do you think would be fair? You know, I know that we kind of talked about that and you said, I don't know what the spread would be. What do you think would be fair for a game like that? Baylor and Gonzaga? Cause obviously uh, the Zags would be favored. Yeah, probably I'd say six, mm, something yeah. like that. A couple of possessions. Um, and I'd probably take Gonzaga if it was six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, I don't if, know if, I haven't yeah. thought about it enough. I don't know what 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 would make me take Baylor to cover a spread, but um, but six wouldn't do it. I'd still take it back. <laughs> uh, do I need once uh, play wraps up for this season, and we're looking ahead to next year? Do I need to take a close look at uh, your Purdue Boilermakers? So many people were saying, okay, they're a year ahead of schedule. Even those predicting them to make a run in the in the tournament didn't happen, obviously. But uh, you got more than expected this season. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's definitely, you know, you had a team with no seniors finish fourth in the Big Ten, uh, get a four seed in the NCAA tournament in, in a league that was just really strong this year. Uh, everybody back and, uh, and a couple of pretty good recruits coming in on the front line, I think is going to really, uh, Purdue has a chance to be special next year. Uh, there's still mm-hmm. going to, Michigan's still going to be good. They've got a the great recruiting class coming in. Michigan State's going to be good. It's always a challenge in the Big Ten, but Purdue has a chance to be uh, better than they were this year, and this year they were a top-16 team. Jerry Palm, college basketball analyst for CBS Sports. Jerry, thank you so much for your time this morning. Sure, thanks. There's Jerry Palm at uh, J.P. Palm CBS. Does a great job with the bracketology all season long, cbsports.com. I, yeah, I've been thinking about Purdue a lot. I know the one and done probably leaves a bad taste uh, in the mouth of a lot of people, like when Eli Herskovich, who had the Boilermakers going all the way to the final four. And I understand why people have that high upside, but I, I'm really curious what the futures are going to open after next week's title game uh, for a team like Purdue, what kind of range they're going to be in. Yeah, man. And I'm interested in seeing just because of what the transfer portal looks like right now, too. What is there, like 900, 1,000 kids in the transfer portal? I'm excited about basketball here locally just because uh, finally in Milwaukee, we got some stuff to talk about with Shaka Smart taking the Marquette job. So I'm excited yeah. to see, you know, how, how that goes for him because obviously, uh, you know, not everybody pleased with how it ended at Texas for him. Always about Milwaukee. Hey, let me ask you. <laughs> yeah. For you to bet Baylor if we do get that national title game? What, what, what number would it be? Seven and a half, eight, eight and a half? Because I don't know that there's a number out there where I'm fading well, the rest of the tournament after what I happened. mean, I, th- I think you just hit it on with your last point. Like, if you're a good sports better, you're so, there's always supposed to be a number. There's supposed to be a buyback. Yeah. 
Um, I just don't see myself betting on Baylor in this game. I don't. Um, I'm not saying I'm betting Gonzaga 100% of the time. It doesn't mean I have to have a bet before the game tips off. You can get involved with live action. You can get involved in the total. We have player props because, you know, we're in the tournament, and now those are available. They're certainly going to be ready available for the championship game. They'll have all sorts of ways to bet on that game. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I. It's going to have to be a lofty, lofty number for me to jump on the Bears. I feel like like the rest of the way, man, even looking at the final four, like maybe some value getting some points with Houston, but probably not. If anything, I'm probably just going to look at totals. And I don't know why I would go away from unders right now. Like I, I may yeah. just play unders, especially the first. Well, the reason would be because Baylor's the best three-point shooting team in the nation and Gonzaga is the number one offense of all time. That's why. Well, in that game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the national championship game, absolutely. I was talking more about the final four matchups, you know. Well, which – both of them? Or are you talking about the Houston-Baylor game? Houston-Baylor, I definitely would be looking right now at the yeah. – uh, we'll see when we get a little bit closer, obviously, what both of those teams are doing defensively right now. Gonzaga is just so tough, man, because, I mean, they average 90 points per game by themselves. So if a team actually hits their shots, like a BYU did, you know, but but that's that's a tough ask because, you know, nobody could – just nobody could stop Gonzaga. And, and teams struggle. Like, like they proved last night, they're really tough defensively as well. 